You ready? Oh, hi, Bosco. Hello from Australia. Hello from Pemberton, British Columbia, Canada. It's Blair Kaplan Venables and Bosco Anthony here with another episode of the B Squared Social Jam. We're growing up, we have a video coming up to exclusively invite you to join our podcasts. And uh, we're already on one podcast, but very soon we're going to be spread out. Yeah, though, that's going to be fun. Um, I'm excited that you're spearheading that. <laughs> working on it, working, working on, on it. it. Um, you know, so like, we obviously like talk throughout the week about what's going on in the world of social media and business, etc. And something really cool happened to you. Do you want to share what happened? Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, my mom also reminded me that my dad started watching our podcast and he was hooked. So he's he's found uh, our fan pages and he's been uh, watching every episode religiously. And I think your mom's watching this as well. So shout out to the parents. But the coolest thing that happened was I had a classmate of mine that I grew up with in Tanzania and we both moved to Canada and he was studying and I was, you know, working by then and um, we connected once and we were like, oh, we'll catch up and, you know, we lost touch as, as most people do. Anyways, so my buddy Nish actually found this podcast interview, last week's podcast interview and sends me a message and goes, hey, are you in Australia? And I said, yeah. And he's like, whereabouts? And I'm like, oh, I'm in Brisbane. And he's like, well, I'm in Brisbane too. And uh, I said, oh, no way, w which part? And it turns out we're literally three streets apart from each other. So, um, you know, I've been spending, um, you know, we hung out, we, we reconnected after all these years. It was awesome. You know, spent 90 minutes just chit-chatting about our childhood and everything else and reminiscing. And I feel like this is the perfect time uh, when you're in isolation to reach out to your classmates and people uh, from from your you know your your childhood and for me it's been great because this last few days I've been you know reconnecting with people that I went to primary school with and uh, you know got on a couple of phone calls and I have to say it was very therapeutic especially since we're going through this whole isolation period so that's my I think cool that's story. a super cool story and I love when you take a sip of your mug it looks very <laughs> matrixy. Um, I think that's really special. And it's funny because I'm not in a similar situation, but me and my childhood friends have reconnected. So I grew up with um, the same group of people, like from, I went to, you know, Hebrew school and some of my friends that I still have, I met when I was three or four. And so when isolation started, a friend, you know, started a group chat. We did a house party. Then some people weren't there and they're like, I want to be on the next one. So we started doing weekly Saturday night Zoom sessions and we're located in Vancouver and Pemberton, Toronto, Ottawa, Winnipeg, California, and maybe other places. And sometimes people go out to their cabins, but it's super cool because some of these people I haven't seen in forever. I left Winnipeg in 07. And right. so... I think it's super neat. And what's really cool, it's we're all together kind of Brady Bunch style on Zoom. We're all reconnecting and we all have these lives, you know, like maybe we're heart surgeons or, right. um, you know, what uh, lawyers or whatever we might be, PR people, gym teachers. We're all doing our thing. Some of us have kids. Some of us have gone through stuff. But when we're all hanging out, it feels like we're just back in high school sitting in my friend's parents' basement watching Family Guy and eating snacks. And yeah. it's super fun. Um it's actually been really nice, you know, and I just set it up in the living room and we're all just hanging out. Everyone usually has a drink. I don't cause I don't drink. I have usually water or kombucha and 
Right. You know, I think it's really special because would have I would we have started to do this if it wasn't for what's going on? Probably not, especially because usually weekends I'm not here. I'm in the woods camping or traveling. Yeah, everyone's talking about the bad and everyone's talking about the ugly of, you know, being remote and isolated. But, you know, I think the common theme here is while our stories and our lives might be different, Blair, we're all we're all, you know, seeking connection and we're all doing better because of it. And so, you know, the, 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 the thing that I think we should leave our guests listening to this is, you know, reach out to your friends and pick up the phone or have a Zoom call, you know, and, you know, our social media technology platforms are all promoting virtual video calls now, you know, through messenger rooms or Zoom calls. But, you know, the technology makes it easier to connect today. Can you imagine if we were going through isolation in the 50s? We'd have to, like, send a postcard or write a letter to each other. Or a messenger pigeon. Yeah, and that would take, like, weeks that's a long time. It's a long time. So that, that's the good news. That's the good news. We should that's start with awesome. the good news. I'm glad you reconnected with a childhood friend. It's a good feeling. Yeah, it really was. It really was. It really is actually. Yeah. So, I mean, you and I are both experts at remote work. Some people it's new. Some, well, I mean, yeah. now everyone's not everyone, but a lot of people have been doing it for two months. We're coming into almost two months of what's going on. Businesses are right. starting to reopen. Some people are going back to their office. Are you worried about that? I, like, I was going to ask you that, actually, via messengers, that, you know, yes, restrictions are loosening up, but I'm, all, I'm almost, like, panicked that, that we might have a second wave or something like that. I don't know. Oh, I'm just yeah. Paranoid. My yeah. husband and I are both high risk, and it worries me, especially because we're in a small town with minimal reported cases. Right. And we're a tourist destination, so we have a lot of people mm-hmm. coming up here for the day, even though it's, they're advised not to leave their community we don't have the resources here. So it's, it is worrying. Um, right. But I can't live in a place of worry because you miss life. Or fear. And, and yeah, exactly. Worry and fear. I mean, it happens every so often it hits, but I think it's important to try and be positive and do what you can to enjoy life because I don't want to m- miss all of 2020 because I'm worried and sad and upset because 2019 was very hard for me and I don't want two stressful years in a row. <laughs> I'm calling 2020 the timeout year. That's the year where we all went, you know, on a timeout because we've been bad. So yeah, that's my, that's my, I'm grounded 2020. That, that, that's my year. So working from home isn't new for us. Some people it's new and they love it and they're probably going to keep doing it. Um, you know, I messaged you, we were talking about this episode and I was like, yeah, do you think it's weird that I take a nap midday? Like, I mean, Europe, they have siestas. Like when I lived in Greece bartending, everything closed for a few hours in the afternoon for a nap. I, look, I, I, I'm a hibernating bear when I'm not working. So I think naps are great. Um, I highly promote it. It's healthy for the mind. It's healthy for the soul. But I also tend to move. So I have, I'm fortunate where I have, uh, you know, a living space that has different areas where I can move. And we work in this digital age where we can take our work through the phone, through the iPad, through the laptop. So I don't have to be static in one position, you know. And so I like to move a lot after every hour or so. And sometimes I'm on the couch. And Show me I'm your moves. Uh, they're actually just get up and go to the couch. <laughs> It's very, very bear-like. But yes, sometimes I've actually taken naps. Like if I'm waiting for calls or, you know, I'm, I'm on a break or power up, um, naps are great. Naps are awesome. Um, so I think, I think we should all take naps personally. That's just my, 
Yeah. Like I love naps, but I usually don't take naps because I want to go to bed early. But lately right. I've been getting up extra early to go on a hike. So I'm not just getting right. up early, but I'm getting right. up early and like climbing a mountain right. for work. Right. So by the time like lunch comes, I'm feeling tired. It's like, well, oh, I've already had a couple cups of coffee. And so Wednesdays are really long days for me. I'm teaching marketing for BCIT in the evening and I teach online. So I've been like nice. Wednesdays, instead of going for a lunch break walk, I'm going to have a nap. And I love right. afternoon naps, the breeze coming in on the window, my cats come to cuddle. Right. There's just something really awesome about it, but I try not to nap unless it's a day off. But, right. And, and also like if the weather's nice, I generally like to go outside because that also refreshes me. But right yeah. now I've just been like dabbling into the afternoon Wednesday naps and I'm kind of into it. So now I start my day off with a bath and a hike and then a bath and then midday I have a nap. I like where I'm going with, <laughs> with my yeah. You know, I mean, I made a promise myself that I would love to be in the state of mind where I don't need an alarm to wake up in the morning, and I've hit that state. So yeah, I think when I was in Canada, my last role required me to wake up super early in the morning, and so I'd have an alarm clock every day religiously. And now, I feel like organically I'm up between five and, you know, four, five, and six. And so I stopped putting an alarm clock and basically just let myself wake up, and I've not missed a single meeting to date. That's awesome. I, um, even if I didn't have an alarm clock, I have two cats. So <laughs> They'd wake you up. They would wake me up. That's um, awesome. But I think that's fine. I mean, so you and I are kind of like shifting a bit. Being, I'm a bit more mellow. Like I don't feel like I want to rush anything anymore. I want things to happen. I don't want to have to fill every minute of my day with work and stuff. It's not about making all the money and doing all the things. It's about enjoying my life. And that level of stress is completely like, gone down in me and it's really nice um and you're embracing the iso vibes that's what's happening iso vibes but the thing is so i've been doing this my business like is turning 12 this summer my biz mitzvah you know and you've been around in the business world for a while like what would you do differently if you knew you couldn't fail oh i love that question so i asked that question to my clients too um i think i would have gotten out of my own way and I would have started earlier, I would have acted sooner, and I would have taken advantage of this thing we, we take for granted, which is time. Um, I think for me, the biggest lesson I've learned is that everything I've done has happened for a reason, and I don't regret anything, but sometimes I've stayed somewhere a little bit longer than I should have. I took more time to launch something because I was <clears throat> being a perfectionist. Um, and you know, the biggest lesson I've learned in business is you got to trust the, vi- the tribe and, and your vibe should be letting people do the things that they specialize in and you need to get up, get yourself out of the way. So for me, I think just, you know, getting out of my own way and, and embracing time would have been my, my biggest tips to my, to my younger self. Nice. I like it. Good answer. What's yours, Blair? I don't live in a place of regret. I don't know if there's anything specific I would do differently. Like there's been times where I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Like maybe listen. We should have done this podcast sooner. Maybe. Exactly. Like I've been, it's been a goal to do podcasts and videos for years. I should have been, I should have been doing this. Like I was going to go to school to be a, a radio journalist, a broadcast journalist. I love being a voice. I'm now getting used to also being a face. Like I'm not, believe it or not, I'm a little modest. <laughs> Like, I don't, you know, I like being on stage, but I don't like watching myself on camera. I should have done this sooner. I have a lot to say. Why didn't I? I mean, I think it's also because my job as a communicator is to put everyone else on the stage. And so sometimes it's very depleting when it comes to myself. But I've learned in the past year and after my husband went through his health scare, 
that it's time to put myself first and I got to do what I need to do for me. And then all my companies that I represent and all the projects I'm involved with will flourish. It's true. And it's, it's random how we met on a, at a virtual conference this year. And then all of a sudden we were like, Oh, we should just jam online. And we're like, why don't we turn this into a whoa, podcast? Whoa, it was kind of organic. We knew who each other were, but never met, but we met in person in the Maui airport. That's right. That's right. I remember that. Now here's a question for you. Would you do voiceover for characters? Like, would you be a it's, voiceover for Madagascar, for it example? It is my dream to be a sultry octopus. Okay. Not okay. Cruella Deville. Or wait, no, not Cruella Deville. What's her name? The or Ursula. Not yeah, Ursula. Yeah. I want to be like a sexy, sultry octopus cartoon. But I will take any voice. Like, you want me to be a voice for a flying pigeon or a talking vacuum? Sign me up. <laughs> Sign no, I see, up. I see you being in the next Madagascar for sure. Yeah. Well, if you know someone, tell them who I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm auditioning for the sleeping bear role, so I'll let you know. Okay. I'll let you know. I love it. I love it. So besides, you know, those things that we maybe would go back in time into differently, what advice do you have for future you? I, you know, that's a good question. Um, I normally have advice for the future. I think I'm living that advice right now. I mean, I just made a major move uh, to a different continent. And um, I think for me, I'm at a stage in my life now where it's about embracing things, embracing life, appreciating it, but more importantly, uh, you know, sometimes just sitting back and enjoying the hustle. I, I'm sort of that person that's always been the hustle mindset. I wrote a book called The Immigrant Hustle, and I feel like I need to sometimes take a step back and, and enjoy it, but at the same time, just continue with what I'm doing. And so the future advice for me is, go faster because time is something that we take for granted. And, you know, I'm looking back and going, holy crap, like the last 10 years have just gone really fast. And the more I reconnect with my childhood friends, the more I realize like the last time I saw them and talked to them in Tanzania, I was, you know, in, you know, 10, nine, eight, and I'm 37 going on 38. That's a long time, Blair. You know, it's so funny because my advice to future Blair is to slow down. Yours is to speed up. But mine is do less, but do more of the less, right? Yeah. So take less yeah. on, but really do more with those things and really yeah. move through things. I quit drinking December 2018, and I feel like I'm just rediscovering a lot of things. And I wasn't an alcoholic. I'm not an alcoholic. I just chose to cut out things in my life that didn't serve me. Right. And... um. I feel like I get to re-experience a lot. You know, I rem remember concerts. Remember concerts? Those used to happen in person. <laughs> I, 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 you know, now I get to rediscover things. I get to go on trips and I wake up early and go on these adventures because my, my trip isn't about finding the best club or the best DJ. It's about exploring. And I think before I was trying to fit so much in, and, but now sleep's a priority. My mental health is a priority. And so when it comes to everything I'm doing, I want to do... I w there's lots I want to do, but I don't want to pack it into such a short time. I want to still do everything, but I don't, I still want to, I don't want to rush and start my day off rushed. I don't want to rush to end my day. I, right. I don't want to rush anymore. I want to slow down. Yeah. I, and you know, look, when I say I want to rush things, I don't want to rush my, me. I want to rush the time that I have. I want so much to do. Like, I guess I'm, I guess what I'm saying is I'm, I want to appreciate time more. 
yeah. and I want to do more with the time. But yeah, absolutely. Slowing down is, is key. And I think, you know, we're in an age now where we don't have to be everywhere. We don't have to be at the nightclubs. I mean, man, I, I miss love me, uh, live music. I mean, the last time I listened to some live music was in, in Hawaii. And prior to that, I was listening to UB40 and Magic from Toronto. So I miss going to the Commodore and listening to live music. But um, yeah, I think, I think we're all just, you know, I think this year, has made us reflect a lot more on where we are, who we've become, and where we're going. Definitely. I think so. Should we talk about maybe communication and how it's important to add our personalized twist to it? Yeah, look, I mean, I think there's a lot of people right now that are are not getting the whole concept of you know what's the vibe right now like you know there's so much content out there there's so much crap being posted you know and and not just like you know the news and the negativity behind that but even like as business people we're we're spraying and praying as you said and we're doing a lot of that right now so i think it's time to take a step back and realize you know right now more than ever before private messaging is, is just as good. If you're targeting a certain audience and it's only three or four people, you know, talk to them privately. Don't spray that stuff online. Uh, you know, you're, you, we're in an age now, you're free, you have a freedom to put whatever you want online. I'm not saying that you can, but, you know, consider your audience. And sometimes there's messaging for business development purposes. Sometimes there's messaging for marketing. But if it's, it is for business development, you know, take advantage of the private and the DMs and the, and the, and the you know, one-on-one messaging and getting on one-on-one calls. I mean, a lot of the business development right now is coming from personalized and customized conversations. So, you know, I think that everything is, there's a time and place for it. And I think right now we should really take advantage of the one-on-one conversations. I mean, you and I have spent a lot of time on DMs, you know, conversing about our thoughts and ideas for this podcast and also where we want to go and how we can help each other. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, make those conversations for sure. And I think that's brilliant. And I think to add to that, if you know that you had a conversation with someone about something specific, so maybe Bosco and I three months ago talked about a certain type of uh, plant because I'm growing my jungle. Actually, sidebar, I was so excited that my plants were growing and then my cat ate my plant. (laughs) Um, Anyways, so maybe three months ago, we were talking about plants and Bosco mentions a type of plant. I somehow store that in my memory and it's now three months later and I see a really cool article about this plant. Why wouldn't I send it to Bosco? Hey, remember a few months ago when we talked about that plant or Hey, check this out. Send him an email. Those type of things that when you, when you see something and you, Oh, that made me think of Bosco. Hey, this made me think of my teacher in grade nine. If you see something and it triggers a memory, engage with that person. We want to still have those, interactions it's not about selling things all the time it's about authentic conversations and so by personalizing um you know your communication can you get any more personal than that you're talking about something your phone's listening to you it shows you an article (laughs) or an ad send it to that person isn't that creepy that we were just talking about bathing suits from this company and they just put up an ad hilarious but check it out yeah Yeah, right you're right Right. And it's not about selling. It's about social media is about creating conversation. It's about building that relationship. It's people do business with people they like, know, and trust. And that's what you're using social media for. And, you know, maybe there's some, a client or someone that you want to do business with. Well, maybe you had a conversation about something specific or, you know, they specialize in a specific industry and you see something that you think they would like, send it to them. Yeah. And and people selflessly, I think being selfless is important. 
we're forgetting a lot of us are forgetting the digital conversation piece. You know, there's a lot of posting, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I think we've gone into survival mode and I get it. You're trying to salvage your business. You know, I get it that, you know, this is a hard time for your business as well, but not everything needs to be posted. And I think sometimes that customized personalized message to some of your best clients or your best friends or your best influencers those will win you a lot more credibility and, and results than just spraying and praying. <laughs> I've got a question for you, actually. Yeah. Um, so what's coming up right now? I mean, I know you do a lot of consulting. You know, you've got so much going on with teaching and everything else. You're, you're almost this evolved, versatile, digital sort of uh, influencer. And so what's, what's the one thing that's coming up right now, like a common recurring theme that you're noticing in your business, whether it's in consulting or teaching or speaking, what's like, what's the one area where you're like, this is, you know, a common piece that I'm seeing across all my different vibes. So there's a shift in messaging for when businesses are moving forward. How are they clean and safe? Right. Clean cleanliness and safety. Those are the two like hot words amongst my clients that are emerging. You know, so when you say cleanliness, like business cleanliness yeah, or like, yeah, okay. like, even if it's online, how are they mm -hmm. supporting their staff and their team? Like right. basically every business needs to make a shift in order to open their doors again or to have their teams work for them again. And I think the common thing theme is like, how can I, it's about the future. It's about how it's about sustainability of a business with the basis of cleanliness and safety. Right. You know, and that's, so that's a big I, think thing. It's, I think it's interesting because I have a tech client, I have a journal, like a client that has a goals journal, quarterly goals journal, and everything's about the future. And right. um, I think people are just learning to live in this new era while they're working on a vaccine and whatnot. But in order for businesses to reopen, it's like, how can we be safe and clean? For example, right. this person isn't a client, but last night, my husband and I went to a drive-in movie. So it was a safe place to go because the rules were you don't get out of your car unless you're going to the washroom. You have to stand two meters apart at the washroom. They had a cleaning station um, right. set up and everyone stayed in their cars and we got to go to the movies. We watched right. one of the Jumanji's. I thought there was only one remake, but apparently there's three. I loved it. I thought it was a cool experience. I ate a lot of snacks. Yeah. But it was neat. And like, I got to go out and do something different than just sit at home and watch Netflix. You must have loved their whole drive through experience. I mean, I miss the theater and I miss the home theater. So I could, I could appreciate I, I'm sort of slowly being jealous here and, and going, I wish I was there with envy. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, it was really cool. But I mean, they came <clears> up <throat> with a way to, to do something, an activity that was clean and safe. Right. But right. that's a common theme that I'm noticing amongst my brands. Yeah, I mean, from a business perspective, I guess I should not pick my nose um, and then shake your hands after or virtual yeah. shake hands. But exactly. um, um, yeah, no, I mean, I agree. Clean and safe is, is an important topic. And a lot of people are asking, like, you know, when, when are we going to go back? And, you know, what is the new norm? So I, I can see that being a really big trending topic. For me, my clients, the big thing I'm trying to help them with is clarity of messaging and, and, and you know, just being really concise and articulating what is the problem that you're trying to solve and articulating what is the solutions you're offering? A lot of people get stuck with this shiny object syndrome. You know, I want to be a life coach. I want to be an advisor. I want to do this. I want to have a successful digital business. Great. But what is the problem you're trying to solve? 
And more importantly, what is the solution? Because I feel like many people don't get conversion and traction in their messaging, their website, their ads, when they're not clear with themselves. So clarity, clarity, I think, is a really big thing that we need to invest in, just as much as the business plan and you know, financial planning and budgeting. I think clarity of messaging is, is up, right up there. Heck yeah. What's your why? What are you solving? Yeah, yeah. And following the theme of our why from last week, I think it's important to have, you know, after you work on your purpose and your values, it's important to have your clarity of messaging as far as why you exist from a business perspective and, you know, what are you trying to solve? So, yeah. yeah. I think that's pretty much all I got for you today, Claire. I mean, Blair. Claire. Claire, Blair. <laughs> okay, Costco. <laughs> Actually, I. Speaking of speaking of the renaming and the branding, um, have you been following my Starbucks uh, options, the cups with all the yeah, different Yeah, it's names? funny. You know what? Like, I mean, your name is unique in my opinion. And I just love the evolution of like people's creativity with writing your name. Believe it or not, people spell my name wrong all the time. See, I, w- I would, if I worked at Starbucks and you came to me, I'd come up with the most creative things. Claire, uh, Claire Blair, Blair get, for Blairland. Blair. Yeah, I get Blair, I get B-L, so it's B-L-A-I-R. I get B-L-A-R-E, B-L-A-I-R-E, B-L-I-R. Sometimes I get L-A-I-R. They don't even put the B. Sometimes I get Brooke. Sometimes I get Blaine. It's funny. But so basically, I think all the power to them because it always makes me chuckle and I always end up putting it on social media. So it's free marketing for them. You know, it's time to end the podcast when Bosco is calling his co-host, Claire. It's Sir Blair. It's time. It's time to go. It's time to hibernate at that point. Yeah. You know what it's time for? You need another Starbucks coffee. You got to go see how they spell your name. And I'm going to go for a bike ride. So super awesome doing another B squared social jam with you. Covered some yep. cool topics. Next week, I'm going to have an announcement, I hope. Ooh. Ooh. Something very exciting. Uh, and I'm if this is later in now. the future, when you're listening to this, next episode, I should say, not next week. Next episode. Next episode. Yeah. Like Dr. Dre, next episode. Hey, 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 hey. And you could comment. If you're following us on the socials, you could predict what it is. You know, like, there's a new puppy or a new addition or Blair's yeah, got what's a What's my announcement? Who yeah. But thanks for tuning in. Bosco, you have an awesome rest of your day. Enjoy that big blue couch back there in your fancy loft. My (laughs) fancy loft. I was in a penthouse last week. I'm in a loft this week. So rock on. Well, peace out. Peace.